Hey everyone, a quick edit before we begin this episode, which is about Anchor Brewing closing and what that place meant to us since a number of our members have been there multiple times, even though we're East Coast based. We recorded this a little while back at the onset of Anchor's doors closing and there's been a few updates since. The workers of Anchor Brewing have a GoFundMe page to save the brewery by purchasing it back from Sapporo Brands. It's doing well at this point over twice their original goal. The members of this podcast have donated to the cause, and so if you're inclined to do so as well, we'll include the link to their GoFundMe with this episode, and you can pitch in if you'd like. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest, and we hope this isn't the last we've seen of Anchor. All right. Business Eric wants to get going. Yeah. Well, because Business Eric wants to get some sleep tonight. It is 730. It's fair yeah. for Business Eric. So, Excuse me. Business Eric, tell us why we're here. All right. Welcome to the Purgatorious Pig Tavern podcast. Today we're having a special session in light of the recent events of Anchor Brewing closing down. Anchor Brewing is the oldest craft brewery in America as of couple of weeks ago it's kind of a kind of a shock to the whole community i think today in the room we've got myself <clears throat> oh aaron myself is aaron christina and myself cole and uh, all four of us have been there been to the brewery yeah which is you know it's kind of a destination it was a destination brewery very very cool space yeah, and I took a trip with Aaron, and we went there, and it was really great. And then Cole and I went to go see Metallica in San Francisco, and I said, you got to come to this brewery, and I hyped it up. And uh, I think it lived up to the hype. It did, yeah. yeah. It was very good. So much so that when we all went back again, uh, that was one of the places that we were definitely going to hit. Yeah, you, you'd really talked it up as somewhere that we, we really need to make sure we hit before the show, and then... After I had went with you, we the four of us went out, and I was like talking to Christina, and I'm like, "We gotta go to this brewery. You gotta try this. All the beers were fantastic. I had like three flights, four beers each, and maybe maybe five beers even, and every single beer was good. I didn't have one that I didn't like. Yeah, it was very good. It's a tragedy that they're not still open. And uh, we did look out and I was able to find a six pack of their flagship, their Anchor Steam. So we're going to drink that now as a uh, salute. Yeah. Salute. It's almost a collectible at this point. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, right. It's going to be worth money in the future. My favorite pint glass to drink out of is the pint glass I got at Anchor. It has like this really pretty gold rim on the top and it's beautiful. Although some, yeah, I was going to say some of their beers like their Christmas sale, mm-hmm. and it is a collectible because it's different every year. Was. Yeah, and, and and by the record, it's the steam beer. The two founders founded the brewery during the Gold Rush, California Gold Rush, and they started brewing this steam beer in 1896. Wow. So this beer has been brewed for a very long time. Yeah. 127 years. I think they uh, 
I think they trademarked it or patented it. Yeah. Such that they're the only ones that can actually make it. Or yeah. Could actually it's just make kind it. Kind of a cool thing. Like it's it's a different like process. So I feel like we should uh. Talk. I don't know. I don't know how it works. So I can't do it. But maybe so, one of you smart people can. Steam beer is made by fermenting lager yeast at a warmer than normal temperature. It came originally from Bavaria, Germany, and is associated with San Francisco and the West Coast of the United States. It's an improvised process originating out of necessity and was considered a cheap, low-quality beer, as shown by references to it in the literature of the 1890s and 1900s. I guess that makes sense. You know, people go out there for the gold rush, and they have a way to, you know, cheaply brew beer for all the people out there and trying to make a buck apparently find a buck apparently anchor anchor brewing company trademarked it trademarked the term steam beer in 1981 1981 yeah wow i didn't know i didn't know you could just do that it's (laughs) a process i I guess nobody's doing that process besides you (laughs) yeah and i think i think that if somebody is doing a similar process they have to call it a california common really yeah they're the only ones that can call it a steam beer. Yeah, it's uh, it has a trademark sign on the label. All right. Well, should we take a drink? Yeah. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. So looking at this beer, it is dark amber, completely clear, and it is absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. No notes. It's it's really just a beautiful gear beer to look at. No notes. <laughs> Notes of nothing. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really great looking beer, but I think it tastes even better. It's malty, got some hops. It's a really good uh, combination of all the ingredients in beer. Malt, hops, yeast. Yeah, agreed. It just tastes like a lager. Very, very delicious, crisp, clean tasting. Yeah. Literally, that's, that's yeah. That's what it is. Just a lager. Yeah. This is a damn shame that this isn't around. Yeah, of all their beers, this was probably my favorite one. Unironically, I guess. But it's a flagship for a reason. It is a flagship as, for a reason. As we always say, <laughs> <laughs> that should literally be a... Catchphrase. Like a catchphrase for our, our podcast. term. As we've been doing a lot of the flagships as our first beers. It's, it's a yeah. flagship for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, folks. <laughs> and that's all, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, I think when what struck me when we went to the brewery and we explored all their other styles, yeah, yeah. styles and and offerings, that every single beer was crisp and clear and beautiful looking. Like the Instagram photos that came out of that place, mm-hmm. you couldn't take a bad picture of their beer, right? Yeah. And they all tasted smooth and clean and delicious. Like, I don't think I had a bad beer there. Yeah, agreed. And they're all very, very crisp and clean tasting. I'd I'd be curious to know if they do or did use heavy filtration for their water or what the water quality in San Francisco is. I don't really know. I don't know enough about it, but... In general, a lot of times you can get tasty notes from the water, but if you filter it enough, it just makes the beer very, very crisp. You get like a sharp, a sharp uh, kind of follow through at the backside of the beer mm-hmm. that really just is a period at the end of the sip, and it's it's really tasty. It's it, it, I think it makes it more refreshing, more enjoyable to drink. 
Yeah, I agree. I I don't know what they did. We had, we should have asked them. Yeah. But I was twenty twenty. I was like three flights in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that struck me when we were there was how many styles they actually offered uh, there. I knew that they had the steam beer. They do the Christmas ale every year. They have a really great porter they do. Oh, their Christmas ale. I'm going to miss the Christmas ale. Yeah, the Christmas ale was awesome. It was fantastic. But I was really surprised at how many different styles they did. They had a hazy IPA, which, yeah. you know, on the West Coast, is it, it's okay. They're usually okay, but they did a really good job with it, so... So this is fascinating. Yeah. In 2017, the Sapporo breweries out of Sapporo is what Japanese? Yeah. Yeah. Bought uh, Anchor. Yeah. For mm-hmm. 85 million dollars, and then they closed their doors this year, as we're talking about. But the residents of the city of San Francisco are asking for Sapporo to sell the company to them in shared ownership. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're trying to make it a co-op. That would be kick-ass. It would be. Yeah. But they need like 85 million dollars. <laughs> well, I mean, if they close the doors, they're going to liquidate the company. They don't need an 85, maybe 50, maybe, maybe a fraction 10? of that. Take maybe a, loss. a couple dollars to keep the community happy. A couple, two, three, spare change? Uh, yeah. It'd be charity. Uh, I need about three, fifty. <laughs> Get out of here, Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cute little, cute little Girl Scout. She's over here to sell cookies. <laughs> How much for a box of cookies? I thought... Uh... Well, if I had won that $1.5 billion lottery, I was like, maybe I could buy uh, Anchor. Oh, dude. Yeah. But I didn't, so. I don't know how. Talking about it. Well, and we were talking about this the other day. I don't know how their sales have decreased so much. It's it's a great beer. It's a great brewery. The, the, there's nothing that's bad about it. It's not, just. Not terribly expensive. It doesn't no. break your bank. No, the, the steam beer is reasonable for a six pack. Yeah. So I, I don't understand what's going on out there. I think it's just oversaturation. Market is oversaturated. Yeah. Hmm. And no. this is too commonplace. Now everybody wants to go to like the smaller little um, boutique breweries that are making some concoction, new concoction. And it's just always been there. I guess. But I mean, there's also a push for all like these older, older brands to be more celebrated yeah now especially a small company that's been privately owned maybe this the Sapporo purchase may have hurt them in a sense because I mean it's similar to when you have a, a good craft brewery that is sold to a bigger name label it benefits the brewery in many many ways but some people don't look at it like that they, they look at it yeah. as oh you're selling out not Oh, think about all the advantages that this brings to the brewery and allows the brewers and the people at the brewery to flourish and really grow that brewery to what it could become. Right. But some people just don't like the idea of a big name owning it. Mm-hmm. When Goose Island was bought out and they opened a place in Philly, we went there and posted it on Instagram and the only comments were like, you mean AB InBev? You mean Budweiser? You mean like they sold out and we were like, ah. Beer's still I mean, good. The beer's still the good. Recipes yeah. are still there. The recipe didn't change from yesterday to today. And they it it opened doors for them in the sense, like you were saying, that they can get uh, more ingredients and stuff, so that their some of their more special beers, like the um, like the Bourbon County Stout, mm-hmm. they get to do every year. 
they, and they get to make enough of it that it's available places, not like they make enough that you can stand in line and buy it. It's made enough and enough different kind of variants too. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's good and bad from it. For sure. Yeah. And when when did you say they were sold? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen to Sapporo. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Haters. Nobody wants them to do well. Haters going on hate. them. And now look what happened. Well, I wonder if the well the pandemic must have hurt them too. Probably. Although alcohol consumption in general was up. And they, they distribute across the US, so I don't know. Yeah, can you buy this locally here? Yes. That's where I got yeah. It. Really? Yeah. Mm. But part of it I mean, I didn't really know much about Anchor really until you know, Cole got back from his trip with, with you, Eric. Mm-hmm. And then when we went there, I was the last of those crew to actually go there. Yeah, I didn't really know much about them. I didn't know they were the oldest craft brewery. I would have seen them on the shelf and been like, ooh, pretty yellow label. Yeah, and they just changed the label a couple of years ago. It doesn't look like this for a long time. It's like a much old-timey label. Mm-hmm. And I think when we were there, I was like, Cole, this, is, this has been around for like, it's like the 50s. And you looked up, you're like, uh, try again. Ninety-six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on the bottle. And they, they actually brewed, like I said, they brewed the first steam beer in 1891 so this recipe is older than what's on the bottle the recipe is actually probably 131 years old oh yeah uh, and what do you do when you liquidate do you liquidate the recipes too do you sell the recipes to other companies oh that's a good question i don't you know can. I, I suppose they would own it they still own the recipe and especially if it's trademarked in such a way that only they can make it right i don't know if anybody knows please uh chime in and Write in and let us know. Yeah. Send us a listener letter, listener fan mail. Write to us. Is it At P.O. Box. 963, New Nine. York City, New York State. <laughs> what? 10108. 10108? You guys don't know that? No, it's it's actually not really our address either. No, that was for Stick Stickly. Oh, no. Yeah, I remember that, but I don't remember the address. Write to me, Stick Stickly, yeah. P.O. Box 963. New York City, New York State, 10108. Thanks for that, Eric, but that you're was, not the bard. Oh, sorry. That was cute. <laughs> that, that, that was really nice. Certain things from childhood are burned in my memory for good. <laughs> I got a 281-330-8004. Who's that? It's Mike Jones upon the low. <laughs> Mike Jones. <laughs> Shout out, Mike Jones. Yeah, so if anybody knows the question I just forgot about, what, what happens? happens when you liquidate a uh, brewery and you sell the recipe? Yeah. Although Do you this, sell the process? Do you sell the whole, the blueprint? This happened to MKE, which was oh yeah a big that, brewery in Milwaukee. That happened like what, like a week after your wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. They were they were going out, they were closing their doors, and I I don't know the background of the story. I'm assuming something financially related. Again, COVID and things like that. A lot a lot of things changed for a lot of companies and a lot of folks. But um, from what I was reading, they sold the recipes to another brewery and they picked them up and they're brewing it and still labeling it as the MKE beer. You know what brewery? Uh, I, what? Eagle Park? It's, yeah, the brewery that we went to. Was it Eagle Park? It was, yeah, we, we went there. They have a massive space outside Milwaukee. But, you, I mean, you go there and you can still buy MKE merch and everything. Like, they still carry it as its own brand. 
but they they brew it. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. I'm not sure Eagle if Park, it's for sure. Yeah. yeah, Eagle Park does it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's that they sold the you know the rights to brew it, the recipe, all of that, or they just decided to pick it up as like a contract brewer, so that you could oh. still brew. They could still brew their beer, but they didn't have their own location and. You know, uh, they go under their, you know, all of their office administrative stuff. Yeah, they want to I'm keep sure the recipes works. and names of the Milwaukee Brewing Company beers that Wisconsinites have grown to know. Oh, so they chose to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's really smart, actually, because you don't change the marketing of the beer. You say, hey, you know, I'm, I rescued basically the memory of this beer so you could drink, you know, on the, of this brewery. Continue to enjoy it. And yeah. you can continue to enjoy it. There's no loss there. Right. Yeah. You have thousands of Marquette students that will now drink at your brewery because they remember how hammered they got on the MKE <laughs> All You Can remember? Drink Brewery Tour. <laughs> or they don't yeah. remember. Yeah. <laughs> What's the All You Can Drink Brewery Tour? We missed that. It was like $20 and you could drink. It was all you could drink. Did you have to have a student ID? No. no. It was, I mean, that was just a no, brewery just Yes, said, you had yeah. to be under 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a they valid were, student ID, preferably a high school ID. <laughs> they, I mean, because they were in Milwaukee, they just, a lot of Marquette students would go there. But uh, yeah, they had a, I mean, you would go and like the brewery tour is the brewery tour. Like everybody, if you go, you, know, you learn how to, beer is made and all that. So half the time people would just stand at the bar area of the tour and just drink and pound beers the whole time. I don't see where they had any losses in that business model whatsoever. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Sorry. I would do it. Different brewery, but yeah. Different yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but it kind of sticks to the, 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 the idea of like a brewery's going under and finding other options, other outlets. So I think it kind of aligns with similar situation. Yeah. It sucks that Anchor's going under. Uh, I'm going to miss them. I don't think we saw too many places having Anchor Steam on tap uh, around here or any Anchor beers on tap because obviously we live in a, a very saturated market. But where, where, do you remember where we were playing? I was playing with Spencer's band and they had Anchor Steam on tap. It was in. It was in Nor- Norwich. Not Norwich. Yeah. With that. Uh, yeah. Strange Brew Pub. Strange Brew Pub. They had a keg of it on, on tap. When I was uh, playing, and, and I kept getting that because I was like, that. I, I think solid we solid beer. Yeah, I think we had just come back from one of our trips too, so it was fresh in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were um, we were on a uh, Norwegian cruise line cruise in June, the end of June, for a week up to Alaska, and they had steam beer. Oh, nice! They had it on the cruise, so I drank a couple steams while we were on the boat. Nice. I was very surprised to see it. I was pretty excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect it. It's a nice uh, 4.9% too, so it's pretty easy drinking. Crushable, yeah. as some would say. I'm really going to miss their Christmas ale. Yeah. That it was their winter warmer. Winter warmer, slightly spiced, delicious. <laughs> Just perfect. Perfect in front of fire, perfect on over the holidays. And they changed the recipe slightly every year mm-hmm. so that it wasn't the same thing. Really? It's always yeah. good. Yeah. There was a time when I was at UConn as a student, and there was a liquor store down 32 
in Willimantic that had like some 1995 Christmas ales on display. So I went and I tried to buy them. And they, <laughs> the guy who owned the place was like, no, those aren't for sale. And I was like, well, they're on the rack with everything else that's for sale. He goes, yeah, I can't sell them. I said, why not? He said, because they're really old. They're probably bad. And I was like, no, you're supposed to age this beer. Yeah. And he goes, fine, but you have to sign a waiver. <laughs> and so he took a, took the receipt and he made me write out, I state your name. <laughs> well, uh, One last sue you if I die. Yeah. And I'm solely responsible for the effects of drinking this beer it's from 1995. <laughs> You drank it, right? Oh, you yeah, I drank it. it. Yeah. It was awesome. It was really good. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of my my favorite stories of trying to buy a beer and having to sign a waiver because... Written on the back of a receipt. Yeah. He so, made me do it twice on the customer copy and his copy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. so you take one home, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just to remind myself, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. I can't sue this guy. They say, uh, I'm reading it. I'm reading in the internets right now. It's a heavily guarded confidential recipe that's only sold from November to mid-January. And yeah, each one is slightly, slightly unique. Hmm. Distinctive. Curious if anyone's ever rated them. You I know, bet. Just said like, you know, 2007 is the best one. I think people have tried. Vertical tastings. It's hard to do because if they're supposed to be aged yeah you don't know it's going to be damn near impossible to compare fresh versus fresh mm-hmm. or aged versus aged exactly yeah. yeah you could you could do it like a vertical tasting and get an idea yeah i think with that in mind but oh it's it's like i had to have it every year huh it's one of those beers yeah they had it we had it when we went for uh metallica did we yeah, because it was December. Oh, shoot, we did. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, like, appreciate the significance of having it there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody does until till it's they, gone. Until they shut their doors. <laughs> Dang. Oh, no. What? They cut national distribution and canceled Christmas ale. Yeah, that They canceled before. Christmas? Yeah, they canceled Christmas. Oh, that was before they... They did that, like, a month before they decided to close. <laughs> Hmm. Aaron's crying right now. Tears. It was very sad. Should have stocked up on the Christmas sale. I'm sure they'll bounce back. I mean, something like this, just you just don't just close the doors and it's gone forever. I hope I hope that's true. Especially if the people of San Francisco are fighting for shared ownership of the brewery. There's got to be some, some tech bro with way too much money. Yeah, Elon Musk. Uh, let's pick a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah. Let's pick a different one. (laughs) (laughs) To all the tech bros out there that may or may not be listening to our podcast, you should buy Anchor Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. All the tech bros that listen to our podcast, here's our cry for help. Bring back Christmas ales. Bring back Christmas. You could be the savior of Christmas. Ales. Ales. Ernest. Can Ernest save Christmas, Hales? Ernest saved everything at least once, so he can do that, I'm sure. Kiss save Santa. 
What is? I, I'm confused. <laughs> what? What do you mean, Ernest? Ernest the like Ernest goes to jail. Ernest uh, saves Christmas. Ernest saves Halloween. Isn't oh. it Paddington's goes to jail? Yeah, that was another Paddington one. Paddington goes to jail. The stuffed teddy bear. Yeah, he went to jail. We were we were at uh, speaking of Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were at Aaron's uh, brother's place on Christmas, and the kids were excited because they had just gotten the new movie uh, Paddington Two. Paddington goes to jail, and all I could think of was Ernest goes to jail. I got to see this movie. Did you watch it? I think we tried. It's not called Paddington Goes to Jail. I thought it was. It's not. <laughs> it's just Paddington 2. Oh, that's boring. Where Paddington but goes to jail. He does go to jail. That's what my niece said. It was her That was her number one note about that movie. She's like, spoiler alert, he goes to jail in that one. Like <laughs> In the film, Paddington's quest for a special present for his Aunt Lucy's birthday takes a hairy turn when he gets blamed and imprisoned for its theft. So he and his family have to find the real culprit. This is literally Mission Impossible. Also, probably also Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> anyway, Christmas ale. Yeah. Ernest goes to jail. Plea out to the universe. Bring it back. Just if ever, anybody's listening to this. Just bring back Anchor Brewing. Yeah, bring back Anchor Brewing. Because you have to know that, you know, all these beers that you took for granted, which is why they're going out of business, are no longer going to be there. If you bring it back, we'll bring you on the podcast and give you an interview. Yeah. I think uh, maybe this is a better request. If we, if you bring it back, you will never have to come on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't, you might end up on this podcast. Yeah, we'll force it on everyone out there. Well, We'll bring you on to our D&D podcast and we'll force you to be a character that's a nihilist. Sounds exhausting. They believe in nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exhausting. <laughs> 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 Fucking nihilist, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I guess on that note, so this has been a Widgety Widgets production. Uh, follow us on Wherever you get your podcasts and send us some Christmas ale. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And, and also send us some Christmas ale. Send us Christmas. Ales. No, just the ales. Ales. Thank you. Thanks. Coming. Bye, everybody. <laughs>